We MLS champs, so haters bag back. Another game on the field, my team gon' grab ass. I'm from Houston, Texas, chilling with our mascot. The crowd go crazy when they see the fox stepping out. The fox is stepping out. How's it going, everybody? My name is Herman Benitez. I'm with Old Soccer Guy, aka OSG. We're here doing our very own first episode of Dynalytics. Welcome, OSG. How you doing, buddy? Dynalytics, that's what's up, bro. Bro, appreciate it. How you doing, man? Uh, man, I'm I'm ready. I'm excited to let everybody know. Hashtag hold it down. And this is fun, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm very excited to start this with you. I know you and I are very avid Dynamo fanatics, but before we get, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Before we get started, tell us a little bit more about Dynalytics. All right, so the Dynalytics, man, we 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 do the the post Twitter Space post game review of every Dynamo game, roughly 30 minutes, 45 to an hour after the game. And we just jump on and it is Dynamo fans analyzing their fan perspective and opinion of the game and what just happened. And everybody gets to come on together. We call them all special guests. Every fan is a special guest and every fan is welcome to jump on and join us on the live show and be a part of this. Show us your passion. Show us how loud and proud you are. Forever orange and hold it down. But that's that's Dynalytics. Just a little bit of everybody and everybody's opinion together. As one would say, as Somo 713 or we are Houston. And and that's a that's a good uh lead way into the into the segment because OSG and I we host Twitter spaces following Dynamo games where Anybody can give their opinion and tell us about the game. Tell us about any rumors, whatever you want to talk about in the Dynamo. We're there for you. We're there to listen to you. And we do it through a Twitter page called at Somos713. So that would be S-O-M-O-S 713. That means we are 713 in English. But he it, that page is what hosts the Twitter space. And all you have to do is jump on there, hit the mic button on the bottom left of the screen, and you're and you're good to go. But as OSG was saying, this is this is by the fans, for the fans. We just want to organize um and present the Dynamo uh Forever Orange faithful sentiment in in a nice organized uh manner. And um so I'm very excited to start this Dynalytics project, but OSG, uh, given that it's our first episode, man, um, tell us, tell the tell the fans, those those who are listening, a little bit about yourself, how you became a Dynamo fan, and 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 then I'll, after you all do the same, and that way the fans can get to know us, and and we can have better interactions when we do it through the through the Twitter space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. I'm born a diehard soccer player, you know, started at four years old playing soccer and just never stopped until I couldn't physically play no more, which is about right now, <laughs> but grew up playing soccer, just loved soccer. I, I, I was born in Houston originally, moved a little bit south of Houston and lived there until I was in my teenage years. And then unfortunately, 
I had to follow my parents over here to Aston, Texas, which I currently live in right now in the middle of this place, which we all know about this place. But so I'm, I'm here now, but re reversing, I'm, uh, just soccer is my life, is my passion, live, love, play. So when the Dynamo showed up back in 2006, I was so excited. Uh, I just just it, it was immediately just the love for that and the, the team and the game. I was so happy we had it. And then, of course, when we came in, how do you not love it? And but I'm everyday soccer, live, love and play. I've been a referee. I played forever, never professionally, never went and played for college. I also coached youth soccer. So my uh, my passion is strong. You, if you cut my my wrist right now, soccer balls are gonna fall out, not blood. That that that's that's my passion for the game, man. And that, that's where I'm at. I'm also a Manchester City fan so for the European followers, but Dynamo, Forever Orange, hold it down. You you love to hear it always. Yeah, I can feel I can feel the pa passion all the way from from Austin, buddy. Uh, my, me, um, Herman Benitez, I, yeah, uh, Herman, you know, about, about you, bro. Like, so other people know I've only met you once. We <laughs> recently started talking with each other and I already love the, the camaraderie we have each other, but yeah, please, man, tell, tell us about you. Yeah. So OSG. Yeah. That's funny. I think the, the story of us is funny too, because, uh, Somos was, uh, you know, he asked both of us if we wanted to do like a twitter space and um i mean we didn't know each other but we love the dynamo and that's what brought us together right and that's what i hope this podcast can do for for other dynamo faithful um so a little bit about myself um my i was born and raised in in southwest houston um near the charlestown belair area and i uh my family's from el salvador so naturally uh through the culture i've been ingrained to have a soccer in in my blood um i have the classic story of i would have been a great soccer player but i busted up my knee playing you know what i'm saying so uh i didn't i didn't get to play uh much much uh other than uh, past high school you know um it was more leisure here in the park but the but the love for the game for sure came from from the from being uh half uh, el salvador from el salvador um I'm I'm very prideful in that Salvadorian heritage. That's why I'm a avid La Selecta fan. And um, like you touched on your your European fan clubs, I I love the way I fell in love the way that Arsenal and Barcelona play the game. So I tend to follow those teams. Um, but like you, I I watch any any good soccer match. Doesn't doesn't matter where. Where in the world? That's probably why I love the Dynamo because I rep anything Houston. Um, and when Dynamo came to town, it was like a combination of Houston and the sport I love the most, right? And the fact that they won two championships when they got here, it kind of just cemented that that fandom from 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 the start. So uh, the beautiful start. To, to our club's history, I guess um, it was when I was a younger, at a younger age. So it just resonated with me and stayed, stayed with me throughout. So 
forever orange. Um, and you know, it's, it's, I also love it because I know that Houston is a, it's a melting pot and I feel like the, like sport is one of those magical things that can bring people together, but even more football. And you can see it in the, in the diversity of the Dynamo fans. So my dream is to one day see PNC stadium once again, full, you know, at full capacity cheering on the Dynamo, but excited to start this with you, man. Um, I hope, uh, we get to really give the fans a platform to voice their opinions and let's, let's get into it. Right. Let's, let's, let's play some bits and pieces from, from the last Twitter space that we had this past weekend following our first win this season at home, uh, two to one. Exciting times, man. Exciting times. Thank you for being with us. And I'm, the fans, you all have an opinion, and please bring it to those Twitter spaces. But like Herman said, let's get into the Twitter space and what happened against Vancouver. Come on, baby. I want to hear your thoughts. You're the, one of the first ones with the mic, so go ahead, Hunter. Let's get this thing popping. Sure. Well, uh, just to piggyback off of what we were talking about last week with, uh, I mean, Paolo responded straight away, making an offensive change to go with Coco and Darwin right off the start. And I think like everybody recognized that that created more chances right off the start that got us corner kicks that got us into the attacking third. I mean, Quintero's creating stuff like out of nothing pretty much and giving us at least chances where felt like in the last couple of games it was just not happening until he came on later. So I think definitely like starting him and going for his, I mean, what he went, what, 75, 70 minutes. I I don't know exactly what the number was, but we were speculating that, Hey, maybe can he only do a half, like whatever. But I think he was good enough through that phase that really, that was what I said last week was I'd much rather be in a space where let's go, let's push for goals. Let's be in the lead and try to defend late rather than trying to catch up awesome. and then throw in these you, guys. You on. Have to so. Unfortunately, we didn't record last week's episode, but I'm a witness hunter. You, yeah. You are 100% correct. You, what, what you said last week exactly happened today. Start Darwin from the get-go, let him give you whatever minutes he can, and let's defend the lead that we have late in the game. And thankfully, we got the three points today, man. In my opinion, we all knew it. We all knew it. All of us here, we we called for this midfield. We called for the Coco, Vera, Quintero midfield. All of us, everybody here. We knew it, and I'm glad that the coach knew it, recognized it, and actually did it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Going forward, like when, you know, even Eddie and Glenn talked about it on the commentary that he's not going to be able to start every game Cantero. And so it's going to be interesting, like, how do you manage that? But just even seeing the difference between Nat and the other thing I mentioned was like, you're looking at somebody like Nemo and Saren and those guys that I don't think are great at creating going forward necessarily, but Saren's energy and his bite, like to hold a lead is excellent. And then Memo looks so comfortable just keeping possession. Like he didn't have to try to break anything down. Let's just like keep the ball. And he looked excellent. And I think like that's us playing to those guys strengths. And like, that's much, much better. Exactly. And that's, when we have that trio, but uh, Darwin came out for Coco. I know Coco came out for Darwin, but when we have that trio, 
then Coco would step up forward, even though he's not a creator, you know, he's a box to box. Coco would be the one stepping forward and like you hit on it and I've been preaching it. It's just that we haven't had a lead to hold on to and Dynamo Twitter doesn't realize that, hey, that was pretty good at stealing the ball and giving it to an outlet guy. You know, that's that's his strength. That's what he should be coming on for and only it, you know, good depth guy. That's it, you know, but uh, no, this was so much fun. You called it like you said, but don't worry, Hunter, we're recording today, so. You're going to be on the record. We have proof of your in-depth analysis, baby. Got to think more carefully today, then. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Anybody that's just joining, welcome. Uh, it's always fun when we win. <laughs> so don't be shy. Press that mic button on the bottom left of your screen. Don't be shy. And uh, Eric, hopefully we can hear you now, buddy. Like I want to hear your thoughts, man. Man, I'm, I'm here, dude. That was a Dynamo dub. That was exciting. That was loud and proud. Uh, felt like we finally had a something to enjoy, and every minute was fun. Every minute was fun, and uh, the supporters went off. They loud the entire game. I loved it. I enjoyed every friggin' minute of it. My hand hurts from banging the cement wall. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, honestly, yes. The, the supporter groups, the Surge, El Batallon, everybody, the energy they bring, the music they bring. And, and at the end of the game, I love, I love that new tradition that they're starting where the men of the match comes uh, and the supporters group gives them a, fla a, fla a flag signed by the fans. Uh, I think that's pretty awesome. It helps us unite club and player, you know. But the thank you from the players and then the, the the supporters group, you know, just shouting, throwing streamers like, man, that that that's a beautiful sight to see as a supporter of this club, you know? That that's just my opinion. I love to see it. Um I love the as soon as I entered the stadium, I've never been to Autograph uh Alley before, but they had the five trophies. You can walk up to them, take a picture with them. Um you know, this I, I love where we're headed, y'all. I love where we're headed. I know it's just a win. I know I'm overexcited. But uh, this is this is what we've been craving as a fan base, in my opinion. Anybody that wants to chime in, more than welcome. This is for y'all. This is for us. This is for the Dynamo Faithful Forever Orange. Don't be shy. Get up in here. Dude, you're right. That, that, that was fun. The supporters were on it. The, the fan of the match gave me an autograph as well. So he's on the flag. So thank you to that fan of the match. Quintero was just friggin' awesome. <laughs> we love to see that out of him. And this next week's for all the podcasts. Going to have a lot to say about Quintero. <laughs> he, he, he's starting every game the rest of the season now. <laughs> this is the Darwin-Quintero match. And I'm so glad it happened in the third game of the season, man. This is the Darwin Quintero match. This is where he leaves his mark. He makes his statement and said, you, you got to start me, man. You got to start me and let me show you why, dude. The first goal. The first goal, obviously, it was a tap-in. But the thing I take away from the first goal was the beautiful build-up, y'all. I think it was Coco who did like a lob through pass. I don't, I confuse Pasher and, and Baird, so please don't 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 chop me for that. But it was the right winger. It was a lob through best to the to the right winger, and then cuts it back beautifully. 
to Quintero, that's how you play this sport. You you pass it, you share with one another, and good things happen. But the second one, my. Gets first. It's right away. That's a great ball to Ferreira. Ferreira, top of the box. Quintero with a great pass. Oh, what a great pass. Goodness gracious. I'm going to quote retweet the Dynamo hashtag Sports Center top 10, man. That was such a beauty, dude. That was beautiful. This is the Darwin Quintero match, dude. Someone, someone said goal of the week right after it happened. Goal of the week. It was beautiful. It was right in front of the supporters, too. So it happened. He was happy. Yeah. We were all happy. That was a missile right right you're right. Right to the supporters group, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. But yeah, anybody that wants to get in here, don't be shy, man. This is this is for all of us. Share your thoughts. I know I know Samuelito, like me, uh, thank you for joining, man. He 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 uh he doesn't like Darwin Seren, but uh he knows that I've been telling him, hey, put him when we're trying to defend the lead and you'll see the good the good side of him. So glad that yeah. we have to that today. <laughs> Saran's gritty, man. He he play he plays defense and he fouls, but today when he came on, he, he did his thing. He did his thing. Yeah, that was that was good. You know. That was good. I'm just glad we got three points, man. Like honestly, it feels so damn good to get three points. <laughs> three yeah. points, bro. With Sarin, it's just like in the first couple games, it's like we want to be critical of him, and I am often but at the same time, it's like if you're asking him to go out there and help create a goal and get forward and stuff, it's like it's not really in his skill set. So why all of a sudden are we going to be expecting him to be able to do that? But, yeah, with this, it's like I've never had a problem with his effort. I've never had a problem with any of that. So it's like bring him on, let him work. Great. Excellent. The other one the other one that was a pleasant surprise for me, uh, Fafa, the first two games looked like he was alone on an island on that left wing. But tonight, man, he, he looked, I don't know if it was like a pep in his step. He looked, when he got the ball, he had that little flare going on, man. And he looked more involved, you know, like maybe it was because the change of the midfield, you know, and they and, and they involved him in the game more, you know. But I'll tell you exactly what it is. We got the ball to the final third, finally. Seabass didn't have two touches in two games tonight. We got the ball to the final third and were able to actually have creative chances. Coco and Cantero were the big subs making that, that starting lineup different. We still didn't agree with the starting lineup completely, but th that midfield finally played together, and that was the key to today's win, the midfield. I, I agree 100%. Like, this is the best midfield we have. Everybody agrees. And that's what Hunter said is also a, a valid point. Does he start going forward? He's not going to last you all 90 minutes. Um, I'm cool with him starting the first half. You know what I'm saying? He made it to 73 tonight longer yeah. than I guarantee anybody expected. Hell yeah, 70 minutes. I'll take that. I'll take that to the bank, son. And he can crawl off at that 73-minute mark when he's subbed out. Crawl off, bro. You did your job today. You deserved it. He's happy. That man's not going to be able to sleep tonight, or he's going to sleep like a baby. Bro, he can have my hamstrings and, and my, my muscles, bro, Like even though they're not that good. But I, I'll give it to him, dude, so he can go five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, let's let him keep his. He he works out every day, probably. <laughs> but you know, go go back to the 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 beginning when the starting lineup was announced, and uh, there was a some confusion. But I think I understand it. You know, Stare is still getting a start. Teenage, I guess. I don't. I don't. We need to find out what's up with teenage and why he's he got one minute of playing time and not getting any time, or maybe Paulo just prefers Stares over teenage. I guess, but. That one, Bears still got the start. We were expect hoping for Pasher. Uh, Dorsey came in, and we didn't even see Zeka today. So thank God for the midfield midfield substitutions, and thank God for real. <laughs> but don't know where these other players are, and that's a that's a big question for me. I got. Anybody have opinions on their the, on the on the lineup and what should have what, what what we could have done differently or I mean obviously we got the two one win and it worked out so I'm I'm happy with it. Baird wasn't invisible this time. He actually made some some crosses, some good touches, but again, final third, he, everybody was getting involved. So maybe that's what it is. We just need to give them the chance, and they look a lot better when they can touch the ball. Yeah, I, I think I definitely was on the pasture train last week, and I still I think it could have been even better. I think um, there was a Baird had a couple of chances where it might not have been the right decision. The the assist obviously was nice, but it was also anybody in that space could have made that decision. But good for him; he didn't go for the shot or anything like that. He had the one that came back off another chance we created. I can't remember that he absolutely blasted into the stands that. <laughs> those kind of things are a little frustrating, but at the same time, it's like everybody's been there. Everybody's had a miss hit. So how critical can we really be? I don't know, but um, yeah, for sure. I, I even think with seeing Pasher as somebody with a little bit more ability to create, I wonder if, Hey, if Quintero's legs can't go next time we're on the road, do you swap Pasher in as the creator or one of those guys and then that allows you to play somebody like darwin in the middle seren and um you can get some of your creativity somewhere else because i think coco and uh darwin Quintero brought baird and pico into the game a lot more where again when you're asking memo and seren to do that to bring those wingers in it's like we just didn't connect those passes getting forward yeah, there's just no the creativity lacks from Memo and Saran. And Saran's more of a defensive style player, so can't expect him to create too much. And Memo, he when he did come in today, he did look good and he, he did look like he had some movement and maybe he was just like, I'm mad, I wanna play, you know, I gotta make I gotta show him I can do this, so Rodriguez is gonna go for goal here. But I like that attitude from Emmo, though. It was almost a goal off the crossbar, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> that was great. It was, it was going in. Great. Hey, we got a we got a new speaker, man. Lava. That's what I'm talking about. Talking about. Lava. Live and direct from Kobos, where the surge is celebrating that victory. Yes. So, no, I just wanted to throw in my two cents. I don't want to take a lot of time, but I feel like the team looked a lot better going forward with Coco and Darwin. And that has to be, that has to be the starting fixture there. I felt like Memo came in, 
And I think I think that's what his role should be, like a sub that can come in, give us some minutes, give some uh, rest for Dom. So I think we're we're moving in the right direction. Hopefully, we get some more pieces beside Hector Herrera. But I feel like the defense looks strong beside that one goal, and we had a couple of shaky moments in the second half. But uh, you know, overall, it was a positive positive game, and the supporter section was was popping today. They they were on it. They were on top of it, and they kept us they kept us going the whole game. That was fun. Yeah. The Vancouver's goal, man. They just they just had a, a pretty cross and they that got was finished. One, one shot in the first I, half and one goal. So that I mean that's not ideal. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we limited their chances in the first half. Uh, the second half, I feel like once we took the lead, we sat back, which is can be a little bit dangerous. But we had chances to to go up beyond two to one uh, that we didn't take. And yeah, absolutely. Whenever they gave up that first goal, like I don't think too many people were worried just because of the way the the game had started and with the way it was going. We didn't want to see it, of course. We didn't want to see that that friggin' goal, but it, we weren't scared yet, and we weren't worried. We weren't raising the flags yet, or the alarms sounding the alarms. So. Great way to come back, great finish for Quintero, great build-up, everything. We we look good today. Yeah. I just wanted to pop in, say hi to everyone, and kind of celebrate this victory. Let's go Dynamo. Hold I'm, it down. Good it. to see you, bro. Don't be shy. Come back, man. Come I'll be back, back next time. I stepped out with my drink because it's too noisy inside. I just want to say hi to everyone, and I'm glad everyone is, uh, you know, chatting up and, you know, following the Dynamo. I think we're in the right path. Absolutely. Heard it there. Hey, but uh, you were worried, but I was a little worried. I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, man. I was like, "Are you serious?" But who, who got beat? It was a, that that goal is not just a simple, oh, the cross and 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 it was a good finish. Like that was a hell of a finish because I feel like the the striker anticipated the the, the defender and got in there and beat him position wise and and just deflected it good enough to to sneak it in near post man i thought that was a i thought that was a good goal truthfully man i know it was it, it definitely was a good goal and it was a, it was a good cross the the duty he, he didn't he didn't lob the cross in he he put it on a dime and Steris he he couldn't head it out and there was the finish right there but and clark Clark wasn't ready for that to be in the corner. He was expecting something different, but they got their goal, but it didn't do nothing for them. They didn't build off of it. They didn't create. We changed the game and we kept it going. All right. I love it. We got new speakers. Uh, Basso, I don't know your name, brother, but I know you, you always follow us. Welcome. I'm just reading your tweet that's put up here in the, in the space. Massive dub and go the weak contender. Let's go holding it down. I agree 100%. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, for clarification, that's Cubaso. You just go with Cubaso. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, nah, that Darwin goal, man. That's definitely goal of the weak contender. I mean, that was a laser. 
boy hit it with like everything. He, man, it was it was amazing. I was right behind that goal too, so it was like I was summoning the ball in the net. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, come this way. It was amazing, yo. Um, yeah, and I heard y'all talking about that that first goal that he gave up. I mean, yeah, that was. I mean, it happens, but we got the win. Let's just concentrate on the positives. I mean, there was good play. I mean, we 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 do have. Uh, a good observation here as far as like Quintero starting we all called for it last week he gets the start and immediately man of the match from performance so this is kind of like the way we got to keep going at least in my opinion uh until we find some you know uh not a replacement but his successor if you will um but yeah all in all great performance from the men in orange um I'm, I'm driving home at the moment so that's all I'm, I'm gonna speak on it but yeah good win Hold it down, guys. And just so some of y'all know, RSL went to New England today and won three to two. If that's a positive for us or a negative for I don't know, but they went to New England and won three to two. So that's something to something to look into. Man, man, I think it's I think it's early in the season. Like I I, I don't want to say like. Oh, if we beat this team, we can beat. Uh, and, and the sport doesn't work like that either. You know what I'm saying? No, of course not. You have to play the game. Yeah. It's too early. It's too early, in my opinion. But Cubaso, thank you for joining, bro. Get home safely, then come back and, and share your opinion, brother. Thanks, thanks for joining, man. But he's right. You know, Darwin Quintero, man of the match. We all been calling it. It's so good, man. It's so good to do these after a, <laughs> after. A, but even even if we hadn't won, it'd be frustrating because like we drew. But then we created chances at least, you know. It's 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 fun. Um, Eric, I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, the mic to Dago. Dago, talk to us, baby. What you got? What up, Dago? How y'all doing? Perfect. Can y'all hear me? We can hear you, brother. We're doing excellent, man. How about you? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Dynamo ones. I'm doing pretty good. Yes, sir. What you think of the game, man? Uh, I actually just got out of work uh, uh, right when Darwin scored his second goal. And um, I was just like, when I got home, I was trying to see if they were showing it on satellite, but they weren't. So I had to like watch it from a website. But um, from what I saw, yeah, they were doing really good, you know, attacking wise. It, it just, it's something we haven't seen in a long time. Although like one thing, um, that I, I, you know, I noticed was that teenage wasn't starting. I don't know if he's still not ready. Um, and uh, another thing, Zeka, he didn't get subbed in. I understand if he doesn't start, right, because he's new to the league. But, you know, at least give him some minutes so he can get used to the league. Yeah, they put teenage in for the last two minutes of the game. That didn't make sense. I don't know. We, we got to find out some inside stuff, what's going on with teenage and what is what is Paulo doing with him? Right. Maybe the coach doesn't like him. You know, maybe uh, not like him personally, but like he doesn't think that he's that good. You know, just because he's a DP doesn't mean he has to play him, even though we think like that. You know, maybe he's not he's not showing something in practice or something like that. You know. Right, and you know, I'm not trying to diminish Darius, right? Because like I know he's been doing really good, but like. Uh, I just kind of find it funny how we're, we're starting steadies over teenage all the time, you know? 
like teenagers are DPs. That is is not. I hear you. I hear you. That's that's that was one of the reasons mm-hmm. why we fired Matt Jordan, right? Uh, I'm not gonna say necessarily waste, but utilize a DP spot on the center back. You know, that's that's one of the reasons why we criticize Matt Jordan. And one thing, my homie, he uh, he actually brought up to me. He was like, maybe it's like, maybe they're trying to. That's their way of trying to buy down teenage from a DP contract. I, I think so as well, honestly. I think that's what they're trying to do. Uh, buy them down from a DP to a regular contract so we can have another spot. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty much my two cents. Uh, great game overall. Really wish I could have seen a, and, you know that goal from Sebas finish mm-hmm. off. You know, that would have been awesome. He's yeah. getting closer. He's getting closer. He had a couple chances today and uh, they, those defenders just kept getting in the way. So Sebas got, he's getting closer, getting closer. Be ready for that goal. Hey, I, I feel it coming. Next game, next game. I'm calling it right now. Uh, we're we're going to definitely need it next week against Colorado. That's going to be a tough, tough match. For sure. You're on the record now, Dago. You're on the record now. <laughs> All right. Thank you for having me. Hey, we got uh, two new speakers in the house. First come, first serve, Samuelito. What you got for us, man? Hello, everyone. Hello, fellow Dyna Bros. Uh, man, I am so happy, so stoked to hear everybody. Real happy. The podcast guys, the ty- the Dynamo Twitter fam, the Reddit and the Discord does not have an excuse this week. We gotta enjoy ourselves on this one. We really needed a victory, whether it was away, home, whatever, two one, three one, four zero, five zero, anything. We deserve it. We can think tomorrow whatever happened wrong or whatever, you know, we have to criticize, but I think uh today we have to enjoy this. Uh right now I'm uh my, my I have my, my baby sleeping. I think she's sleeping better than me because we won tonight. And uh yeah, I mean I think everybody everybody's choice was to start Quintero uh and Coco. I think Coco is now hundred percent and I think teenage is actually having a situation with his health. He's not not his health, you know, his fitness. Because he let's remember that he went all the way to Cameroon to play Cup Africa Cup. And, uh, you know, that, that, that could have taken a toll on, on, on teenage. So I guess, you know, he's accommodating having or doing his own uh, preseason, I guess. Seca maybe is also accommodating to the team as well. So, you know, I think uh, I think there's no teenage situ- situation just yet. But maybe if comes May, then we may be talking about the teenage situation. Because, you know, Steris is great and everything. But to me, that he's the third uh, center back um, or fourth. I wish I could see different faces and everything. And, you know, thank God Quintero, you know, he did what we were expecting, right? He gave us a show and did some more. And I'm really happy that the stadium was able to give him that, that, that ovation. Same for same thing for Coco. Now, a little bit a little bit of worrisome. It's true that I just mentioned that we should enjoy ourselves, but this is something that should be uh, in Pat and Asher's uh, thoughts. We really need to get those creative people in the midfield. And what I mean by that is, say, for example, God forbid, Darwin Quintero, uh, you know, gets an injury two, three weeks. That is, in this tight schedule, that is two, three games uh, that potentially the Dynamo can lose the Colombian. 
And then we're back to square one playing with Memo and Seren and Vera. So no creativity. So, and then having Memo and Seren with 2-1 in the, in, in, in the scoreboard, that is exactly what they need. People bash me that I don't like Seren. I like Seren. But the thing is that I expect more because I know he's good. I know he's good, but the thing is that at times he loses balls that they shouldn't be lost in the midfield, and then we get goals again. So, again, guys, let's enjoy it tonight. Very happy about it. I wanted my boy, uh, Sebastian Ferreira, to get a goal. He played, uh, you know, he played for the team tonight, very sacrificed. He played like a post, uh, pulling uh, defenders so we could get some more space. And, you know, everybody, everybody did a great job. So, you know, uh, and let's enjoy it, guys. Very happy. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I don't think there was any downside to any of the players today. We expected other players to start. We wanted other players to start, but everybody held it down today. Stairs was beautiful as always. Parker held it down. Clark, everybody, man, the that was a very good performance. They are listening to Paulo. They're coming out to perform for Paulo and for the fans. I think they're ready. It's it's going to be a a slow build up, but y'all y'all be ready. Or obviously y'all are ready. Y'all, let's get excited. Hey, uh, I'm in love with the coco, and I hope, <laughs> I hope that we can retain them, man. Because I when that loan ends, I'm scared, you know. And Sam touching a very important subject. We need death, you know. Because once Darwin is out, yeah, we like that creativity. So we, we need some depth. And I know we're not going to fix every problem in one off season, you know. But uh, he's right. Let's enjoy tonight. And uh, we'll see what happens one game at a time. And uh, we have the, the privilege and the honor to be joined by Victor Araiza. He's a writer for the Striker Texas. And uh, he, he writes about our Houston Dynamo. Mm-hmm. So he's part of Dynamo Twitter. So, Victor, thanks for joining us, man, and love to hear your thoughts about the game tonight, man. Welcome. Welcome, yeah. Victor. Thank you for joining. No, thanks. You. Thank you, guys. I'm, uh, I was counting down some popcorn here at the stadium still. That's why I was trying to take my time. But, no, nah, look, I echo a lot of things that, that Samuel just said. Um, I think you guys are all kind of hitting it on the head. I think um, depth-wise that there's still some concerns on this team, but you know, they needed to come out and win this game, and, and, and they did it, and that's uh, that's the biggest win, I think, right? Because it's um, the way their schedule sets up. Uh, I, I mean, I was saying it in my coverage, you know, I think 10 out of the... Um, they're, they're in a current homestand where it's like seven games out of 10. They're at home, right? This was one of them. And if you come out of this uh, basically one-third of your season mid-May and, and you're not in a good spot, I mean, it don't matter who's coming in the summer. It, it You know, that... The season's basically, I don't want to call it over, but, I mean, it, it's in a bad shape, right? So I think for them to react now um, and, and obviously showing, uh, you know, faith under Nagamura, you know, there, there's uh, there's positives there with, with the coaching staff. Uh, you know, it didn't take as long this time around, right, for the coach to get his first win. Um, there, there are things to, to move forward with, uh, and, and at least things are clicking. I think that was the biggest thing. To add to what you guys were talking about, yeah, so Paulo got asked after the game about teenage, and he basically said it's a little bit of both him getting there late. Um, well, I think it's more of that than anything. Um, I, I think as he continues to train with the team, and, and I mean, this guy, let, let's remember, he started preseason, I think, maybe, maybe about last, 
last week or or second to last week. So so I think that's part of it. I think uh, the fact that he put him in two minutes, you know, at least in the in the last minutes of the game, it shows that he wants to use him. The same thing I think with Seca, except you know, it, they got to get into shape, right? They got to get into game shape and and convince him that he's ready. But um, I, I think those are probably the biggest changes coming ahead uh, as the mm-hmm. season kind of goes on. Um, but ultimately, I, I still think they need another attacking piece just because, you know, Quintero can give you, I think, no, he's not 90 minutes, but I think he can give you what, what he did tonight, right? You know, 60, 70 minutes, solid minutes. Um, but ultimately, once these games start being, you know, like Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, you know, that's when you can't really use Quintero that much. So, um, but for now, I mean, you're on the right path. And to touch on Contero, like you said, uh, I think it helped today that we were in control. We possessed the game over Vancouver. If we're going to be being pushed on, does Contero last 73 minutes and create as much as he created today? So that that's a big question mark right, right. there. No, and, and like that's another reason why I think, you know, today maybe the young son hero, because Quintero's obviously going to get all the attention. It's Coco. I mean, this, this for me, he was kind of the man of the match, or he was the man of the match. Uh, he was the guy who... You know, lobbed in that ball to Baird for the for the goal, right? For the first goal where, where Quintero just taps it in. Uh, he starts the, the play where they score the second goal. I mean, he's he's a big key of this team. And, and I mean, that that's part of it, too. Like, Quintero, I think Quintero just can't be your best player, right? In, in terms of controlling the game, setting the tempo, he's not that type of player anymore, right? But if he can be a compliment to somebody else like like Coco, who, by the way, I mean, let's remember, he's on loan until until June 30th. So, so they have a decision to make there. Um but, you know, having a player like him and you can add another player, you know, also in midfield, I mean, that that's only going to make Darwin Quintero better because that's less of a load you put on him. Uh, you can have him float more freely like he was talking about uh, tonight. And um, and he looks committed, at least for this season, right? So he, he says, he, you know, let him play, let him run wild. And, I mean, he's the best player you have talent-wise. So, you know, put him in the best position to succeed. They definitely did that tonight, and Darwin showed it. <laughs> he needed he needed that too, and he didn't look thirty five tonight until the seventy three minute mark when he got subbed out. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might be out in a year, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're you're right though, Coco, man. That the midfield that was completely different than what we've seen, and, and Coco is a huge difference. And I'm so happy he's in there, and I'm hoping that man's thinking about staying. I, I don't know how what a lot of people feel like yeah. but can he stay or or can he go yeah, i mean if, if the dynamo buy him out uh, they have a they have an option on his loan so all they have to do is, is say you know chad siegel put up the money and and have him stay here i mean it, sure he'd like to stay in in europe but i mean i think he'd prefer mls over you know, second division in spain where he doesn't you know have much of a pathway at least i don't think so i mean it, it's hard to you know kind of move up the ranks in spain um, I think he'd be better off coming here. You, you know, you, you show a good season with, you know, hopefully a good team, right? And and then you start a, I mean, we started seeing this with, you know, some U.S. players, some foreign players, where there's eyes on MLS because of the of the eyes they have globally, right? Because of their TV deal. I mean, you're going to get looked at more if you do something here than, than if you do it in the second division of Spain, I think, just, just in terms of TV coverage. I mean, obviously, if you're talking about scouts and all that, it's easier in Spain. But look, uh, I think they, they they need to keep him. He might be a World Cup player, also, uh, depending on what Panama does. But 
Uh, yeah, that's another one. And, and I, I do think, like, eventually teenage does have to play because I think the first goal, uh, you know, they, they need somebody else that's a little bit more athletic. Um, ultimately, that's what they bought him. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see if, if you know, if uh, maybe he's not Paulo's cup of tea or whatever. But I don't, I don't know if that's the case yet. Um, that's why I think, I mean, I echo a lot of things you guys are saying, but, but we're getting more answers. So that's, that's the cool part. And I mean, the other thing is, I mean, this is an interesting team tonight, right? I mean, this place was kind of electric. It'll fill up as the year goes on, especially once, once Herrera gets here. But, um, I mean, it's not a boring team, right? It's not, it, it's, it's moving forward. And, and I think that's, that's ultimately also what's going to put butts in seats. Against RSL, it was boring. Tonight, yeah, I mean, you're not gonna bring people in, not right. like that. Yeah, yeah. With this midfield, it's not boring. You're right. And in regards to Coco, obviously, I'm biased because I want to stay too. But I agree in hundred percent. If you're in second division Spain, it's hard to make that jump to like a La Liga team that's in the second half of the table because that'd be a realistic goal for him, right? Like a team like Osasuna or something like that, mid-table club, but. For, right. him, for him, I think it makes sense to be in MLS because you're not just going to be here like as a depth player. You're going to be a starting piece for an MLS team. Panama is close by. So when you make those trips for the national team and then hopefully, hopefully this is me getting ambitious. Another way you can stand out for scouts because his goal is like Elise to go to Europe is if we ever play CONCACAF Champions League again, that's another way he can get noticed. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't even go that far. I'm just, I, I would say if he stays here, he plays, right? And and barring an injury or anything like that, I mean, it, it, I think Panama, uh, I, I guess knock on wood, but I mean, if, if Panama makes it to the World Cup, that's his stage right there to, to show himself, right? Yeah. And then, and then offers will come coming in, I think, if they go to the World Cup. Yeah, they're gonna make. In my opinion, they're gonna be the fourth spot uh, for that for that qualifier. I don't know who the Concacaf plays, but yeah, he's gonna have his opportunity to to show his skill for sure. Um, but uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to my boy Chepito. Thank you, bro, for the ticket. I was able to bring my sister to the game, <laughs> and Mr. Cox Jaed. Uh, I don't. I know you requested to speak. I don't know what happened, but. Don't don't be afraid to hit that mic button again. Oh, another thing I wanted to say, man, like this new management has been like a breath of fresh air. And what they've already done in one off season, to me, it's freaking amazing. Like I know we want Linus and it would be freaking remarkable if they pull it off. But even if they make no new signings, okay, and they just retain Coco. To me, it's been an off, an excellent, excellent, excellent off season, because you're not gonna fix everything in one off season, man. It's unrealistic, you know. And to me, what they've done so far, it's it's remarkable, man. It's remarkable. It's a tremendous change, and it's something we've been begging for for years. And Ted Siegel is a god. We'll say that right now. He's a god. Thank you for that, man. I am the team and coming in with Pat Onstead. Genius is a genius. And it's not stopping, y'all. He, 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 they've said it's not stopping. So what's coming and who's coming, 
I am so curious, and I'm on the airwaves listening, and for every little, got my eyeballs poking out there waiting for that new news, so y'all keep it coming. Uh, general allocation money, what's the intention with that money? Is there something you can tell us around the specific? Yeah, we're looking to spend that right away. Uh, we have somebody lined up uh, that hopefully in the next uh, week or so will be able to announce um, uh, in an attacking position. Uh, so we, we need to we need to get, uh, you know, some, some more players in here, I think, to help the group. Hey, Victor, we don't have sources, man, but you're the closest thing we got to a source. What have you been hearing, man? Is, is Diego Linus alone? Is that realistic thing for us to, to expect? Yeah, I, I would. Uh, look, I think I think what was out there, right, was that he, they've asked, right? And I, I guess that's that's the biggest thing you got to give credit to Onstad because he's at least putting offers out, right? I mean, screw it. Yeah, if you don't, uh, what, what's the saying? Um, if you don't shoot, you can't score. That's right. I mean, yeah, just sending offers out. Hey, you know, we're interested. Just you know, see what see what they say back. And I think that's kind of what happened with Linus. I don't, uh, I I don't want to say don't get your hopes up. I'm just saying, um, tell us, man, rip the bandaid off. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> no, nah, like I mean, just from from what I've heard, obviously Linus wants to stay in Europe. So I mean, I think that that's probably you know truthful and and, and realistic. But at least they're asking. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. Right, I mean, uh, you know, the Herrera thing, like, like Onset said, I mean, it kind of fell on their lap. You know, he came, like, well, I guess it was his agent, right? Came in knocking, uh, looking for teams around the league, see where he wanted to land, and, and this was, you know, it just kind of worked together. So I, I think that's the biggest thing, and obviously the fact that that Seagulls putting up money. So I, I, I would think that they would buy Carrasquilla, um, just after what he's done. Um, I, I don't know if you can if you can lure Linus here, but I mean, maybe you can. I mean. It, Loan him, uh, figure out a way to do it. Um, I, I would, I wouldn't put it out of the question just because of what they've done so far. I think that you know they're at least going to try to bring in players, and ultimately that's what you want. So, um, but yeah, I, I would bring in somebody more. I don't want to say older, but I, just just bring bring somebody else, right? Bring somebody that's talented, and bring somebody that you know you're going to have long term. Because that's the other thing, you know. Um, with Linus, I mean, you you may only have him for half a year or something. Uh, I don't know, but mm-hmm. but they're trying, so at least I you you can give them that, right? Right. Yeah, that that, yeah. that is the rumors with Linus. Is you know he wants to stay in Europe, of course, but their season's about to end, and he's going to be in an off season mode on a World Cup season. So come here for the loan, mm-hmm. which we're hearing that's the hardest part is working out that loan or that contract portion or whatever, and and maybe getting him here for those three months, and then he goes and plays for Mexico, and then he's back in Europe. And come here and help mm-hmm. us out for three months. I'll take it if there's nobody else coming in. And yeah. but, but like, but I mean, I, I think anybody. I mean, any, I, that's the thing. I mean, realm of possibility now is anyone, right? I mean, who, who's to say? Oh, I, I don't know, somebody else at Atleti or somebody else around Europe, you know, like, like I know, I don't know, I don't want to throw out names like Griezmann or, or Luis Suarez. Mm, like Gail Alvarez. I mean, yeah, no, but you're at least in the conversation, right? I mean, who's to say, like, Miami can't fit him in or somebody else? And then it's like, well, this guy wants to come to MLS and, you know, this is a pretty good destination. It's, I mean, it's it's a big city. I, you know, I mean, many people overlook Houston, but I think, you know, Mm-hmm. They can they can get one more player like that, and especially if they have the money. I mean, <laughs> what's the, what's the say? Money talks. 
So, I mean, they, they can lure somebody else here. Uh, I, I don't know who it is. I, I mean, I, I think, you know, we may not even know because we, I don't think any, any of us ever thought that Rera would come here, right? I don't think that, that was a name that kind of just popped into people's minds. But, um, but yeah, I, mean, I, I would just say, let's see what happens, man. I, obviously, these guys are putting, putting offers out. And um, it, I don't know. I, th- I think if they want to, something's going to give. They'll bring somebody. Aim for the moon, land in the stars, man. I, I agree with Victor. Like, we got to recognize the the ambition that they have for, for trying to make those type of splash signings. So they'll keep trying. We'll see what they reel in. And uh, let me let me squeeze in uh, my boy Samuelito here. He has his hand raised. What you got, Samuel? Uh, real quick, uh, what, I, what I know and, you know, Sometimes I, that, that, I, that I am away to overnight, you know, take care of my daughter, whatever. Uh, according to some some uh, some media in Spain, um, Cartagena, who is the the, the owner of uh, Carrasquillas, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? I'm thinking Spanish. But the thing is that they they own uh, Carrasquilla, right? Uh, they were close to going to administration a couple of years back, and then now it's looming again. Also, the results in the second division, they are not looking so great. So if actually they go down in the coming months, most likely they're going to want to make money out of the Panamanian. So I think we're, we're going to be in a good spot. I remember that Pat Onstad said last year that he wanted to see more from, uh, from Coco. But I think, you know, I think he is, uh, he's making, he's making it, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to stay with the team. And then, uh, about Linus uh, today, joking around in 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 my alternate account in Mundo Dynamo in Spanish, uh, I believe Football and Goal um, was mentioning, you know, was putting those cryptic cryptic emojis about uh, transfer, and then I just threw him a, a bone or or I I'm sorry I I I, I bite, and then I told him, hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm speculating here. Uh, does this mean that uh, Betis already has the replacement? And then I linked uh, uh, to the N uh, article that says that supposedly they're bringing somebody to replace Linus with, you know, in, in all in the speculation. So you know, it may it may be it may be that Linus is looking to get out of the club. But the thing is that he wants to play. That's let's remember that. He wants to play, and his options they narrow into Netherlands or Portugal. To be realistic, because if we take the example of Jota Jota Macias back in Getafe, he didn't play. Uh, that both uh, both uh, coaches that were under that he was under, uh, they he he got some opportunities here and there, but maybe he didn't show what he wanted, uh, what they wanted. And that may be the same case with Linus. So, you know, we would be a realistic option for him to, you know, get that playing time and, you know, get in in a league that is more competitive by the day. That's everything I want to say, guys. I'm going to I'm gonna drop off because I need to do a couple of things. But again, uh, thanks for the opportunity and take care. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Look forward to seeing you speak after every Dynamo match. We'll always be here, man. And... For any Spanish-speaking fans, uh, Samuelito, he does a, a Twitter space uh, on, think, I think, Thursday nights, Mundo, Mundo Dinamo. So give him a follow and, and show him some love as well. But that is an interesting point that I didn't get to think of. Uh, how is 
Coco's team back in Spain doing? And I don't want to wish any team to relegate, but it would definitely benefit the Dynamo for sure because he's right. If you're relegating, you're trying to cash in on on anything you can because you're not going to make as much money. So we might be in a, in a good position there as well. So that's an interesting point that I'd even consider. So good deal, man. But I just want to welcome those of you who are chiming in. Uh, thank you for joining the Somos 713 Twitter space. We're, we're live after every Dynamo game. Uh, this is our Twitter space. Anybody that wants to share their thoughts, comments, whatever, just hit the mic. We'll let you in and, uh, uh, come on in, man. Don't be shy. While we wait for someone to bring something up, I'm, I'm, uh, was anybody at the presser? Was there anything that came out of the presser from Nagamore or, or any anything else? Any question? Any any good questions that were asked and any good information came out of the presser? Victor, it looked like you had something to say before I asked that question. So go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean it's just uh, I think the biggest things is uh, Quintero saying that. I mean he, you know, let him play. He says, uh, I think I asked him about, you know, what, what about the critique, right, that you're, uh, you know, you're maybe not a 90-minute player anymore. And, and I mean, he mm-hmm. did say he, he felt a little fatigued uh, when he came off. Nagamura you know, kind of alluded to that when he was saying, uh, you know, he looked fatigued. That That's why I took him off. But I think, you know, Quintero obviously has his hand raised. He's, he's you know, he's saying he wants to play as long as he can he he's obviously put in the work this offseason which i mean i know that i know that's a talking point as you know compared to maybe last year um and yeah i think as long as these games are kind of weekly i mean you can you can do that so i mean use them while you can that that's why i say once these midweek games start mm-hmm. that's when you kind of have to shuffle the roster a little bit and things get a little bit more complicated but as long as that's not the case i mean go out get your points especially mm-hmm. right now that you're at home um that was one of the things that came up. Uh, obviously, we already talked about the, the situation with teenage. Where I mean, it's, it's, I think it's just a matter of him getting getting acclimated. The, the same thing with with Seca. I think I don't think Seca was brought in here to be a bench player. Um, and and Carrasquilla is obviously one one as well. I mean, he was uh, suffering an injury, or he was you know kind of coming back from an injury in preseason. So so now we've obviously seen uh, what they are starting wise. I mean, I think that's. Uh, um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, uh, Fafa was the other was the other guy that spoke. Uh, he talked about how much Darwin makes him better. So, I mean, I think that's part of it, too. What doesn't maybe get talked about is that these players like, to, obviously, to play with Quintero. They want him on the field. Um, you know, I, I've heard they've asked for him to be on the field. Uh, uh, at least last year, I, I imagine that this year is probably the, the same case. And, and it's just up to the, to the coaches, I think, to listen to their players, right? And that's part of managing a locker room. I think that that's maybe something that, for example, Tav Ramos struggled with a little bit is kind of connecting with the locker room a little more. Maybe that's why they brought a younger guy like, like Nagamura, who's, you know, he had him, he'd been in the league not that long ago. Um, still maybe kind of relates to the players. And, and at least for now, it looks like it's working. So, um, yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll see where it goes from now. The other thing I was going to add with, with Linus is just remember also, you know, to take rumors with a grain of salt because it, some of these players also use all these offers from MLS to, to leverage deals in Europe, right? Try to get a little more salary and, and that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, I think, like, like I said, the biggest thing there is um, the club looks like they're trying to make uh, uh, moves and, and at least they, they're glad to be linked to moves. That's the other thing. I mean, that's, that's remember last time, uh, under Matt Jordan, we were trying to like kind of you know 
ask about moves, see when people were linked, and it was kind of like you couldn't get anything out of these guys. They almost didn't want to be in in the public light, right? Um, and then this new regime welcomes it, so that's that's probably the biggest thing. Um, but yeah, guys, I, I, I want to thank you guys for the invite. I'm uh, I'm gonna get back to work here because I gotta I gotta put some quotes in one of these articles, and I gotta write uh, my three things for tomorrow. But yeah, anything uh, you guys ever want to ask, uh, I'm here. Thank you for coming on, Victor. We appreciate you always. And hey, everybody, go to Striker, follow it, read it. He's got good news. You don't need an invitation, Victor. We hope to see you here again, man. All right, appreciate y'all. Yeah, have a good night. Don't drink too much. <laughs> All right. Good night. So what what else we got, y'all? What else? Who else is going to speak? We got some guys here down at the bottom. Some new ones coming in. Anybody want to speak? Philip, Robert, Flacco, Rook, Rashawn. Anybody? What's up? All right, I've got a question for you guys. Let's go, Hunter. As I said last time, I'm in uh, North Carolina, so I'm never in the stadium. I'm never in the bubble, so I don't know what everybody thinks of uh, players and things the same way other than what I see on Twitter. But what is – I guess I'll explain this first and then ask about it. But with Quintero being maybe a 60-, 70-minute player – you look at the guys that we're bringing off the bench, and obviously that's a space that we want to go out and sign somebody else, hopefully, that can play in that space. But I want to know what the perception is right now of mm-hmm. Palomino. Um, this was a guy that uh, played in my backyard in Charlotte over here uh, that I was able to see a lot of game time for last season. And some of the things that Quintero does where he's dumping the ball into space, combining with strikers, making like runs around after that, like that was some of the stuff that was in his game and set piece delivery as well. Um, And I just think that that was even a thing in the offseason. I saw some pictures of them training together, Quintero and Palomino. And I know we've had a couple of these guys come through the ranks of the youth and it seems like they're, prime to break out and then we don't give him any time he wasn't even really involved in preseason so i'm curious if there's been any conversations of getting him more involved i know castillo was one of the young guys that was more involved but curious what you guys think about palomino i'll go first eric and i'll keep it short and sweet man uh to me what's the perception he's been forgotten about you know like i don't think he's con- taken into consideration that's the perception i get i could be completely wrong but i don't know if you got anything else eric I, you're right he has been forgotten about i think i saw uh one of the podcasts asked the question who do you want to see in the midfield and one person brought up he should start and that was about it so yeah he's a forgotten player and we don't hear much about him. we don't see nothing so yeah <laughs> Where you at, Palomino? Yeah, uh, and, we, and with Charlotte, it was, you know, because he's on a USL team, he's getting on the ball a lot more. I want to say he maybe played 20 games for them last season or something like that. And um, I, I think at this stage in MLS, it's like, is he ready to start? Probably, absolutely not. Like, I don't think so. But if you can get Quintero 75 minutes and then if he can come on late, I think he is a more direct replacement for a Quintero than your memos and some of those other guys. I think, again, like late in this game today, we're holding on to a lead, so maybe we don't need to bring another creative player on. Maybe we want to sit mm-hmm. back. But I think you're going to – he's never going to get ready if we just hold him 
and don't give him any minutes and do any of this. But I think if we could give him five, ten minutes here or there, then that could be a player that we cultivate for the future. Um, now, uh, I hear you I hear you on, on all fronts, but we got to take into account that there's the Dyna Dose, the team, and I mean, I think he's getting some, some minutes with the Dyna Dose. So instead of bringing them on, because all right, we don't really hear much of it, so yeah, he may have been forgotten as far as like the fan base, but it may not be forgotten as far as like the organization. Because like with that Dynamo dose, he would get more minutes than that like fifteen minutes at the end of a game. He may get the Quintero type minutes, mm-hmm. and then maybe that'll give him like they'll be able to pull him into the first. I don't know how like the how they can promote him within the season if they can just like you know all right he's. Like, let's say next week, he's like, all right, he's ready, blah, 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 or whatever. But um, maybe as far as, like, on the development trajectory, having him on the Dynamo Dose, getting more minutes there, and then being able to call him up once we get that congestion of fixtures where it's like a, a you know, Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday type thing, that would be, like, beneficial. But that's, that, that's a, that is a great point. I had forgotten about that. I, I guess where my concern was was seeing this guy play a bunch of minutes for Charlotte last season, and then he basically wasn't involved in preseason and never knowing, like, is that an injury? Is that whatever? But when you got some of your young guys, like your Andre Guitals and even Papa Ndoy that wasn't even signed at the time, it was worrying to me that it's and, – and, again, positionally, they're in different places too, so it's not a like-for-like, like, but just like to see those guys playing. No doubt, and I I think Uwaso brings up an interesting point. Uh, it's it's fairly new this year. They're starting it. It's fairly new to us for sure. The closest thing we had was Rio Grande Valley FC, but I hope that we utilize Dyna those you know as a place where those academy standouts can can get minutes and develop even faster, so they can make so when they mm-hmm. do make that jump to the first team it can go as seamless as possible instead of like a noticeable jump, you know, that it's not as hard for them to make that jump. And that's one of the things, me personally, me personally, I hope that as a club we do going forward in our long-term approach. um, Yes, right now we need to sign people because the gaps and the quality of, of the of the roster has been terrible. Mm-hmm. But I hope long term, mm-hmm. I think Houston is located in a place where you have a lot of youth that play the sport. And if you have a very structured scouting mm-hmm. slash youth academy system, you can also find gems mm-hmm. in the area. And I hope that in the long term, we use Dyna Dose as a place to where those diamonds that we that we find, they can uh, help make that jump eventually to the to the first team because we have a couple mm-hmm. of Dyna players who not only are called to the U.S. national team. Uh, I think the U17 or the U20 had three Dynamo Academy players. I've also seen Honduras and El Salvador call a couple of our Dynamo Youth Academy players. So I hope to see those players in the in the future get an opportunity to the first team. Um, I'll, I'll uh, introduce one of my buddies, uh, Richie. Thanks for joining, brother. He also is uh, he works with uh, Samuelito in Mundo Dynamo. So thanks for joining the space. And I see you're 
you have your hand raised. So what you, what you got for us, brother? Yeah, guys. Uh, just hello, everyone. Uh, two, one dove. I think we can all take that to the bank every single day. Um, just to add some insight. Um, so conveniently, every single Dynamo Dose game has been scheduled after every. So if the Dynamo play on a Saturday, Dynamo Dose play on Sunday. If they play it on Wednesday, Dynamo Dose plays on Thursday. So conveniently, every single Dynamo Dose game has been scheduled after the Dynamo play. That way, it's kind of a low, it's kind of alone, but not alone. If Marcelo or other players need run out time, need time to play to keep keep form, they'll send them there. Uh, so that's the plan they're doing. Uh, I talked to uh, someone in the organization, and they they were like, "Yeah, conveniently, we did that. The league did that for a particular reason." Um, so that's that's the reason. Um, Marcelo, I think he's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, he's still getting there. He's not fully there yet. Um, I think it has to do with just maybe the physical aspect of it because it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tougher out there. He can't get on the, on the he can't start. He, and that does it. It's a first win here in 2022. It's a first win for the head coach, Paul Nagamura. You can see what it means to him in the Houston Dynamo. Go. Man, that was that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts to all the fans that joined and chimed in the conversation following the match this past weekend. It's very exciting to get our first three points. It's very exciting to, to score some screamers like Quintero did. Uh right at the heart of the search supporters group. Um, But please join us for the next Twitter space. Let your voice be heard. Chime in the conversation. Who cares if it's not a popular opinion? We want to hear it. You can join the Twitter space one hour after the game against Colorado, which starts at 730. So I'm thinking we'll be close to 1030 uh, starting the space. And you can do that by following at Somos713 Twitter page. They are the ones that host the Twitter space for us, and and we can get the conversation started there. I want to do a shameless plug for the club because it's it's more enjoyable for the fans when the stadium is full. Uh, I want to encourage anyone listening to this podcast to attend the game on Saturday. The weather's perfect. Spring is back in Houston, Texas. It's a 713 night, which is my 713. 713, baby, hold it down. Is my personal favorite uh, promotion, which is for those who don't know. Yeah, what is that promotion? Tell us. Yeah, that promotion is $7 tickets. I'm a fatty, so I love the $1 hot dogs. And I know you, OSG, I can get you a $3 beer that night. So I think (laughs) it it works out for everybody. I'll get your hot dogs and you buy me your beers. Like we're both gonna be fatties on the hot dogs and the beers. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. And uh so no, please go go support your your men in orange, your your Houston Dynamo. They always hold it down and, and rep Houston proudly. Where can they find you on Twitter, OSG? So find me on Twitter. I'm at Eric Simpson5, or just type in old soccer guy and it'll pop up for you right there. Also on Instagram, so you can see a lot of a lot of photos from the game and a and a lot of live story from the game. And, and then I take those live stories and I post on my own TikTok, which is also Eric Simpson. So hook me up. Let me let me know what you got and let me hear your opinions. 
and I think it's a great follow because OSG sometimes goes to the away games and gives you a a vibe of what how being a visitor at other stadiums is like. And I think that's very cool and, and very powerful uh, tool that social media is. But I think that'll wrap it up for today for us. Very excited. Our first episode. I can't wait for the second one, man. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure. Catch you after the Colorado game, baby. Go Dynamo. Holding it down. He's holding it down. It's OSG saying, see y'all next time. Love y'all. Who's the Dynamo? Who's the Dynamo? Ah, uh, yeah, I think that was good, man. I love it, bro. I love it. Yeah. Dude. I think that was good. For a first run, I think that was good. Dude, you, I don't know if you know, but so Somos, he, he's like, I got I got someone in mind, and he said your name. I was like, dude, I, I'm game. I'm game, bro, and I love the hookup, bro. I love the hookup, Armand. This is going to be something special. Yeah, it'll be fun, man, for sure. <laughs>